Welcome back to Action Action, the podcast that sets up to watch every action movie and set them against each other. This week we watched The Rock. Secrets have a way of coming back to haunt you. There's a hostage situation on Alcatraz. Hostage. 81 tourist. The Rock's a tourist attraction. The one you train to defend you becomes your greatest threat. A battery of VX gas rockets is presently deployed to deliver a highly lethal strike on the population of the San Francisco Bay Area. And the one you abandon becomes your only hope. You go talk to him. Me? Yeah. Hiya. I'm an agent with the uh, FBI. I'm Stanley Goodspeed. But of course you are. At least he got his name right. Now, all that stands between a city and a disaster... The power of this chemical is way beyond anything you can imagine. That's where you're coming with us. ...is a man who's never seen combat. You're a chemical freak. <laughs> I'm a chemical super freak, actually. And another who's been out of action for 30 years. Show us on the blueprints. I can't. My blueprint was in my head. Fortunately, some things you never forget. But don't worry, it'll all come back to me. Hey, welcome back. It's John, and with me as always is James and Dustin. How are you guys doing? Good. Yeah, pretty good. That's good. It is good. It's good. (laughs) It's all good. It's November. No, I mean not in real life. Not in real life, but, but when, the, when for the purposes for of the purpose of this podcast? when it comes out, we're in the throngs of November. <clears throat> the throngs, the thrall, the thrall. Uh, I don't know. The, I don't know what the word the is. The midst. Yeah. yeah. Since we recorded last, I watched the first season of Ash versus Evil Dead. Oh, you did. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, the first season. Nice. It gets, I love that show. Let me tell you, it gets even better. Really? Yeah. Because <laughs> the first season's awesome. Yeah. I I remember watching the first season and I loved it. And then I watched the second one and I was like, okay, now shit's getting really good. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Second and third, I think, are better than the first even. So. It's uh, just thought, so enjoyable. I thought the first was okay. Fuck off. Really? Yeah. I thought it was good. I, I haven't watched the second and it's been, I watched the first season when it came out, so. Hmm. They just up the ante, I think, in the second season. So th- if things get like even grosser, gorier, more ridiculous. Like, uh, I, I think it's the second last episode of the first season um, where she, the hikers in the woods, she like uses them as puppets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it makes their, it, like sticks her hand through their s- skulls <laughs> yeah, and yeah, like yeah. makes their mouths move. I don't know. There's it's lots just of fun shit like there's that. There's just so much fun yeah. stuff. And, and Bruce Campbell, so great. Oh, such so a, great. Such a like piece of garbage. Oh, totally, <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's definitely enjoyable. So I watched that, and then I watched uh, the Foreigner. Oh, the newer Jackie Chan. Yeah, I never got around to watching that. How was that? Yeah, it was alright. Yeah. Yeah, not, not great. Just yeah. It was kind. It was okay. Like it, right? Kind of is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Not classic Jackie. N- no, not really. But I guess he's getting a little old to be doing all the crazy shit. I, I guess it's I, more like t- a serious tone to it, right? Oh yeah, definitely. I 
I mean, I don't know what else he's done. Lately? Well, that's the thing. I think that was kind of a comeback movie for him, wasn't it? I think he has a couple other things coming now. But, oh, supposedly. like like Rush Hour? There's like another Shanghai Noon movie coming and another Rush Rush Hour movie coming. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I guess I kind of feel like I have to watch them. Although I don't think I ever watched the third Rush Hour movie. No man, Chris Tucker sucks. I st- oh, that's right. Now I remember. I was sick one day, and I was I started watching it on Netflix, and I was like, no, even for like laying in a like vegetative, like disgusted state where I just don't feel like moving, can't can't do no, it. <laughs> Chris Tucker. I mean, there's Friday, yeah, and there's uh, Luke Besson. Oh, Fifth Element. Okay. Other than that. What has he ever done for you? He's never done nothing. He was okay in a small bit in uh, Silver Linings Playbook. It was a small part, but uh. yeah. Then, don't you remember what happened with those movies though? What? He demanded like a fuckload oh, yeah. of money. A bunch of well, you know, from his for perspe- the Rush Hour movie. From his perspective, I kind of get it because he's not getting a lot of other work. So he's like, I got to cash in. They need me for Rush Hour. So well, they didn't though. Cause they <laughs> stopped making them. Well, they made three of the fucking things, and they're making a fourth one, aren't they? Well, when well, I think they keep talking, they're about making it. lots of movies, <laughs> yeah, right? Like, are they? I don't know. I don't think I don't know if they're gonna bring it back. I've heard they are. Well, Brett Ratner is not gonna be involved, I bet. <laughs> well, I would think not. I would hope not. Yeah, you know, if there's one person that Me Too got that I'm really happy about, it's Brett Ratner. I think even more than fucking what's his name, Weinstein. <laughs> Hard to quantify the I hate Brett Ratner. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know if he was. Was he as bad a person? As, well, I uh, know. I'm just glad there's collateral damage, and I'm glad that fucking Brett Ratner went down. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Cosby's in jail. <laughs> Sucker. Sucker. I I uh, went and saw the new Halloween movie. Was how did it compare to Season of the Witch? <laughs> well, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Little, little, they went a little different direction. A little different direction than Season of the Witch. Uh, I thought it was great. I watched it. I watched the original and then immediately went and watched the new one. Which I heard it's really good. I thought it was awesome. It really just like, it was really cool to watch the original first because there's just these little nods and then there's like these little like subversions of, of things that they kind of flip or whatever. Yeah. I love the original. Well, you know, we never really did it. We should have done it for our actual Halloween episodes. We should have ranked our, our favorite Halloween our favorite horror, horror movies, horror movies? Yeah. I mean Halloween's on my list I don't think I've ever seen it the first one yeah it's definitely a slow burn it's uh but it kind of like set the template for the slasher oh okay movie thing so yeah, it either like solidified or either solidified a trope or it created a trope that's yeah. followed helped, through helped cement it yeah, yeah exactly that's uh, helped on everything that's come after it has the best piece of horror movie music ever fucking written in my yep, opinion. I the new soundtrack I've been listening to all week long. It's awesome. Yeah. There's like the Halloween, there's the exorcist. Yeah. Suspiria. Sus- yeah. I can't really think of a couple. Other. I mean, a lot of carpenter stuff is really memorable stuff. So, yeah. but you know, you look at the fog or, uh, well, you even look at Christine they, and stuff they, like that. Even like they're not non horror, I guess you'd call it. Well, I mean, they live, if you want to call that horror. Right. But John Carpenter. Yeah. Anyway, this isn't the Carpenter cast. <laughs> Should be. Sometimes it feels like it. Am I right, guys? Oh, yeah. Uh, well. Did you, who, did you watch anything? Me. Did I watch anything? No, I don't think so. 
cool. Nothing worth remembering, <laughs> at least. I started watching Making a Murderer uh, 2, season 2. I'm just... Oh, I didn't even know there was a season 2. I'm just worn out. Like, I'm just worn out on, like, how shitty life is. <laughs> like, life is just really shitty. <laughs> you heard it here first. Right now. Like, it's just fucking bad, man. Like, I know we don't talk about politics and stuff like that, and I'm not going to get into that, but, like, as of, like, today a bunch of politicians in America are getting sent like fucking mail bombs and like other people are like, nah, it's all fake. They send them to themselves. Yeah. yeah. It's like, fuck, it's like, and, and so I'm, I'm watching making a murder and it's just like, it just feels like so much weight. It sounds like a real Soros plot to me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So like you watch like, uh, you know, I, 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 I watched a trailer for the new, um, for the new, uh, Sandra Bullock movie. Uh, the new Netflix movie called Bird Box. Oh yeah, I've heard of the novel. I yeah. it's on my to read list. I fucking started watching it. And I'm like, no, like I don't, don't need this shit. What is that about? Uh, so it's it's a really cool idea. Um, it's something happens, and mm-hmm. uh, people start killing themselves. So this this being appears, and if you see it, it makes you like see your deepest fear. Right. And then you kill yourself. So there's these people that are like in, they're in a house. They all like in a house. And anyway, Sandra Bullock like ends up having kids, twins, I think. And then she decides that she's going to go to the safe place. I didn't get through the entire trailer because I just turned it off. Too much? Too it, grim? Well, it was just like, so she has to like go on this trip and she has to be blindfolded and her kids. Are, and it's just like, ah, fuck, like I'm just tired. Like I'm just tired. I'm just tired of like how shitty things are. So did you feel good about going back to 1996 and watching The Rock? And that's what I really want to talk about. Because I really want to talk about... Well, this isn't his debut movie. It's his second one. I want to talk about... Michael Bay. I want to talk about commercials and music videos and their amazing directors. doesn't matter. And Michael Bay. Oh, this fucking guy. Michael Bay's 1996 opus, The Rock. So, The Rock. I do you guys remember the? F- We've all seen this movie, obviously. Yeah, I've seen it before. Yeah. Do you, I remember watching this movie in the theater? Me too. Town sneaking cinema. into a movie theater. You snuck in. Oh, it was rated R. Yeah, I got oh. kicked out. Actually, I saw it in Ontario. When did it come out? 1996. 96. 96. Okay. So I was like, I was 11. 14 yeah 13 13 so you were almost old enough to get in it was radar oh wait this is back when we still had 18 didn't they change everything to 14 at some point no this was this was still when we had 18 okay uh i remember sneaking in and getting kicked out of the movie theater when i went i went home to ontario that year remember like when they were doing their sweeps they did a sweep and they kicked me out yeah this was uh, at a movie theater in ontario i was pissed (laughs) anyway i saw it here in bc yeah, man, I'm, I was so. Fucking... I'm pretty sure I saw it more than once in the theater. Oh, I didn't see it more than once. I saw it a lot on home video, though. Yeah, we own this this VHS. I I and remember watching I it, did. and you know, thinking it was all right, but I didn't understand why people are like, "This movie's awesome, <laughs> man! I love The Rock. It's so good." I loved this movie. I loved it when it came out. Uh, you know, I was, and a, I, I was a teenager. I'm surprised I it was how awesome. Yeah, and I'm eh. I'm surprised I liked it so much because it's so fucking boring through so many parts. 
I don't it really is. Get, I don't know if I find it boring. It's just stupid. It, it's fucking boring. There's scenes that are not necessary. Yeah, like well, there's whole segments you could have cut out. Yeah, like the car chase thing. There's a lot of fat to trim in this. The movie. whole thing with his daughter. Did you really need to put that in there? No, he guess, he, need, he didn't need any motivation. His motivation should have just been that he was gonna he was kill. Gonna, he the, was gonna get free. Well, I think his motivation should have been like he should have said uh, to the FBI guy. He should have been like, "I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna get out, and I'm gonna kill you." Yeah, <laughs> totally. That and it, the whole thing was just his motivation was I'm gonna fucking kill this guy. That would have been cooler, but they 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 definitely were going for a more like, oh, we got to make him sympathetic. We got to be clear that he's not a bad guy. That he was fucked over. Yeah, that he was you know put in. If well, you don't know what we're talking about, so yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say so. Just a whose pick was this? My pick. Yeah. So just a brief. To talk about the movie uh, synopsis here. Nicholas Cage is a FBI chemist, chemist <laughs> who took a couple weeks of gun training. Had to to be in the FBI. Gotta. Uh, who is uh, just found out that he's going to be a father to his his girlfriend. Told him he's going to be a father. Yeah. And he's been called to the Rock Alcatraz. Uh. Because some wayward soldiers have decided that they're sick and tired of being forgotten and are going to demand a hundred million dollars. Or else they're going to use this chemical weapon this against San Francisco. This crazy chemical weapon against San Francisco. Uh, and the majority of that money is going to go to the families of dead soldiers. Did they say that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. The majority is going to go to the families of dead soldiers. And the rest is going to go to this team of like 38 people. Yeah, these mercenaries. These that mercenaries are. that are going to... Uh, and then Sean Connery is a uh, British... Former SAS. Yeah, what does that say? It was a... I looked it up. It's a special Air Force something or other. It's a it's a British thing. He was a James Bond. Anyway, he was a guy who, who, who figured out all the secrets of America... And this is where it gets loony, because in this world, there definitely are aliens. Well, there's an allusion to that. Anyway. No, there's. No, they say straight up. He knows what happened at Roswell. Yeah, but they don't say what happened at Roswell. <laughs> they heavily imply. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they have to go to they have to go to Alcatraz to prevent a chemical holocaust of San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, so they need Sean Connery because he was formerly a resident at Alcatraz in the 60s he escaped although that's not official no one knows that it's a oh secret. no because we couldn't let that out <laughs> well they didn't let they don't want anyone to know he exists because he knows all these things also Alcatraz has been closed for like 20 50 years or whatever and they just like they can't let anybody know that somebody escaped well I think no, they, they can't let anyone know he escaped because he knows all this shit well I yeah I think they're trying to make it so that like he doesn't exist. Yeah, they are, but they're also trying to play up the fact that Alcatraz is this. No one's ever it, escaped, or else mm. it would somehow. I, I get the feeling that somehow, if they knew someone had escaped, it would ruin like the tourism. Like no one would show up anymore. Like oh, somebody's escaped from here. <laughs> I ain't coming. No. What this place is. No this place. Lo- this place is no longer cool. <laughs> like, I, I guess for me, I understand why they wanted to do it. You know, on Alcatraz, but. They don't really utilize it that well. No, they don't. And this could have been filmed in like a rock quarry 
for all the shit they do yeah. in the tunnels and we're going to get to that because <laughs> like, I have a lot of questions about the uh, caverns underneath Alcatraz and the mining that apparently was happening down there. It was like watching a, it was like watching Donkey Kong country. Yeah. 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 Or yeah, like totally. an Indiana Jones movie to get on the mine cart. Yeah. Going down the, I don't know. I kind of think that part's fun. So well, <laughs> Indiana Jones tie in with that is Michael Bay, uh, was a intern or something on the Raiders. Oh, was he? Yeah. Wow. He thought the movie was going to be a big piece of shit, but Michael out. Bay thought Raiders was going to be. Yeah. Well, they, it can't compare to his finer works. Well, apparently after watching Dark Side of the Moon, after watching it, that's what made him decide he wanted to be a director. Okay. So then he thought it was good. After. So he got, yeah, yeah. He thought so he, he was surprised. He uh, got Jesus after watching Raiders of the Lost Ark. Makes sense. I mean, I think that happened to a lot of fucking people who decided to be filmmakers. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. No, it's fine. So this is... It's a lot to talk about in this movie. I have a lot of things that I want to talk about personally. Well, Like like, Ed Harris's character. (laughs) General Hummel? This guy. Kind of a dumb dumb guy. guy. Okay, so I have a theory about this. Okay, so... um, Ed Harris steals... Ed Harris's team... Steal the VX gas. And this, I'll tell you this. So these green balls scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. I <laughs> well, was we like, saw the react. We saw what happens to I know. the guy right it, in the first scene. And I'll say that was very effective steal it. for yeah. a 13 year old boy. I was like, this is real. And this is crazy. <laughs> I did wonder why they made it so flimsy. Yeah. Like why elegant would, string of pearls. Yeah. Thing he says, unfortunately, very unstable. <laughs> yeah. Like we're going to put this unstable thing. Like, in glass balls tethered together. I'll with tell you them. why they did it. So you hear it clinging together. And it's clanging. It's loose. It's rolling. The balls are rolling. It just creates another level of excitement. Yeah, it's that thing that makes you like, when you're in the moment, it's like, oh shit. And then as soon as you think about it, you're like, what the fuck? Well, that, that's the whole movie really, right? When you're watching this when you're a teenager or whatever, however you're old, you're like... You know, it's just a bunch of moments that are like, oh, this big thing happens. This big thing happens. Here's Nicolas Cage says a thing. Sean Connery says a thing. Another thing happens. And you don't, you know, you don't stop to think about any of these things. Now that you're saying that, though, in a lot of ways, um, uh, Michael Bay might actually be the anti-Christopher Nolan. Oh, yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. Christopher Nolan does all these things in his movies that make no sense. Mm-hmm. Night becomes day or... Uh, they're going to blow up the stock market or whatever. Right. And when you, when you like think about it, you're like, Oh, wait a second. Like that doesn't make any sense, but the movie's so good yeah, that you're like, I don't care. I forgive it. <laughs> I just, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Whereas with Michael Bay movies, it's kind of the opposite. Like in the moment you're like, Oh, okay. I get it. But the more you think about it, you're more like, Oh, I hate you. <laughs> Like uh, it doesn't stand like up. It's any not good whatsoever. enough. It's not good enough to actually like roll with it. It's yeah. it yeah. just is like, oh no, like, I can never watch this movie again because it's such a glaring plot hole or like it's so dumb. Yeah, uh, I think you could argue that his his first couple movies are his best movies for sure. Bad Boys and this. Bad Boys, The Rock, even Armageddon. <laughs> hey, not a fan. It's a ma- it's fucking a masterpiece compared to like well then after that I think it's Pearl Harbor so oh, yeah, that's where things start to get real and then what do we got we got brutal then Transformers, Transformers. And, oh he, the, oh, he did the island which I thought was all right 
was like... No, Danny Boyle did the island. No. So Michael Bay. Oh, I'm thinking of the beach. Yes. <laughs> uh, the island was the Ewan McGregor. Yeah, yeah, Scarlett yeah. Johansson sci-fi thing. Or was it Scarlett Johansson? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't know. I anyway, was I remember I was wrong about the beach. Yeah. <laughs> I was wrong about the beach. What do I know? What do I know? Uh, yeah, I remember liking that. I one. still right. think that he's gotten worse. Pain and Gain. Did you ever see that? I did not. I did see that. I know. I <laughs> I listened to like an NPR podcast about the true story about those guys. Oh yeah. It makes it no way less charming. It wasn't charming in the Michael it, Bay movie. Yeah, no, it's not but charming. like it's like it's just like it's it's not even like fun or whatever. I it thought, wasn't in the movie. Either. Oh, wasn't it? I <laughs> no, it was I watched a, it and I was like, why am I supposed to like give a shit about these assholes? Yeah. <laughs> the way that they presented it, the thing I listened to was that like it's I think that the movie's wanted. supposed to be. Yeah, he wanted it to be. And like it's that. just just like, oh no, like this is horrible. Yeah. It didn't make me feel like, oh, you, you can't get behind any of them when you're watching his movie either. Like a movie like that, that takes a real life situation like that. They always want to try to like, okay, but, but here's where these guys them. were yeah. coming from, blah, blah, blah. And you go, okay, I can kind of under maybe understand. But then it turns horrible. Yeah. Really fast. Which it really did. And yeah. yeah. And who's. <laughs> anyway, that was probably his least terrible movie in a long time, but still not, not good. This is his best movie. Probably. Uh, probably. This. I, I really like, I, I haven't watched it in a long time, but I really liked Bad Boys. Yeah. I liked Bad Boys a lot too. But I don't think, if you, no one is as charming in this movie as uh, Will Smith and Yeah, probably true. And Martin. Although, you know, I will say, Nick Cage has, like, all his, all the lines in this movie are terrible. No, he's, like, chained this, up, Cage. This, I no, I still liked it. I still no, liked Cage in this. No, this mm. script is terrible. It is. And the lines that he says are terrible, but because he says them, they're still kind of entertaining. I read that Aaron Sorkin and Tarantino both came in to do yeah, Punch Up on they, this movie. They're uncredited scriptwriters on this. I Where? Where, yeah. Where? <laughs> I was looking for it. Couldn't see it. I didn't know until after, and I'm like racking my brain. I'm like, okay, what did I miss? There's not a single. I mean, maybe Sorkin wrote some of the military jargon. Is there a walk and talk? Because that (laughs) that must have been Sorkin. Uh, Yeah, is there? Yeah, there's a couple with it. No one drops the N word, so I don't think Tarantino got anything. (laughs) There's no. Is there a close up of a foot? There is a close up of a foot. Which one? Uh, When uh, Sean Connery goes. Low oh, he shoots and shoots the guy guy's feet. Guys in the feet. I'll say this: a lot of the action stuff, pretty, pretty well done. It's pretty well done, but it's it seems so sanitary and slick. It does. Like it doesn't. Yeah, but we're in that we're in that time period where things were kind of not. We're not getting like real gritty and tidy. Yeah. Uh, so for that, I think it's pretty good. There, there is blood. There is guys. Yeah, like guy gets his feet blown. There's not enough. Okay. So is come on. You're telling me it's not funny though when he that guy gets the thing on his head and Nicholas Cage delivers that line about. Go ahead. That's like can we okay, watch? So this? that's like the most awful thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, they're not great lines, but it's just Cage. Yeah, I. They're pretty weak. I okay. So here's my favorite part. I like. I I, I so I started watching this movie. And I got really, really pumped for the opening scene. Because yeah. as soon as Nicolas Cage is sitting... Is it the opening scene? No, not the opening scene. It's like the first Cage with... So for the first uh, scene with Nicolas Cage. When they're in the... When, they're, when Nicolas Cage's back is to the camera and he turns around oh, and he, he shoots. shoots the, yeah. I got really pumped up. Because yeah. I was like, oh yes, okay, now everything's like flooding back to me. He's <laughs> a beetlehead. 
the music, yeah, the score in this thing. And I, I, I actually, oh, the music, I, I fucking. there was a part. There was a part where I didn't know if I was watching The Rock or a Pirates of the Caribbean movie <laughs> because it sounds the fucking same. I haven't watched those in long enough that I don't I, remember. I, I totally music. understand what you mean, though. Like it's brutal. Like, well, they, it makes like sense. It should isn't, be like isn't a, a pirates a Bruckheimer thing too. Or oh yeah, it feels like it. Anyway. It is. It is a Bruckheimer. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I was wrong about the beach. I mean, this feels. That's my new thing now. By the way, whenever I, I'm I was wrong, wrong I'm just gonna be like, I was, I was wrong, wrong about the beach. I was wrong about the beach. Uh, I mean, this does feel Bruckheimer as fuck. This movie, like the, all these movies he put out at this time, like. Well, yeah. There's a reason that Bruckheimer is Bruckheimer. You know who almost directed this though? It was Tony Scott. So it would have had even more oh, fast man. cuts so and many, edits in it. So many like camera twirls. I mean, this movie already has a shitload of that stuff. I'll tell you this. I bet you it would have been a better movie. <laughs> you think so? I don't know. I think it would have been about roughly the same. What was Tony? No, Tony Scott did some good stuff at this point. Well, wait, does yeah. he? He does shorter films, right? So then it would have been better. <laughs> in that sense. Bay cannot make a short movie, I don't think. Because this is what, 2.15 about? This, yeah, something like that. This and this is early on oh, in his career. Dude, just kill your babies, man. This movie is too fucking long. So long. Okay, can I ask another question? This is just a an aside. Who the fuck brings kids to a prison on a field trip? Well, it's a tour. No, it's thing. not. Fuck that. That's fucked up. I was thinking about it. I'm like, <laughs> it's America, man. No, man. It's okay, so here's a prison. Uh huh. Where people like this is how you scare them off no. for going to prison. So people like people like were here imprisoned, obviously, uh-huh. and then people died trying to escape. Yeah, let's go for a field trip, kids. Did you ever see So I Married an Axe Murderer? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Do you remember uh, the scene where Phil Hartman is doing the tour of Alcatraz? Now this is something the other tour guides won't tell you. In this particular cell block, Machine Gun Kelly had what we call in the prison system a bitch. And one night, in a jealous rage, Kelly took a makeshift knife or shiv and cut out the bitch's eyes. And as if this wasn't enough retribution for Kelly, the next day, he and four other inmates took turns pissing into the bitch's ocular cavities. This way to the cafeteria. <laughs> and there's kids on the tour. See, like, but that, like that's that's so pressing. Like that's so smart because it's like, why would you ever bring a kid? First of all, why would anyone ever go visit a prison? This place of horrors. Well, because it's cool. No, it's not cool. <laughs> That's what? probably People one of those battle sites and all kinds of fucked up shit. That's also not cool. Well, it's Sean Connery's trying to give a history lesson. It is history, man. No, fuck that shit. History. Okay, if you go see a battle site, if you go like remember like so, if I went to like the Netherlands, right, and I saw where like oh like members of my family were taken away to, I'd be like okay, like I have a connection to this, like I'm like, you know, I, there's there's a reason for that. Going to a prison is no more than just being like, some fucking horrible people were here, eh? Some fucked up shit happened yeah, when they got up here. Shit went down here. Yeah. Oh man, you guys were really good at fucking like making people's is. lives horrible. 
<laughs> so I don't like that part, and I don't give a fuck. I definitely go there. Yeah, no, I would too. <laughs> I think it's weird. I didn't think it was weird until I watched this like this movie yesterday, and I was like, oh, that's actually really, really weird that we would go to this horrible place as a vacation. Is it a national park? I don't know. Uh, okay, hold on. If it is a national park, who the fuck makes a prison a national park? Well, I know it's well in the movie. It's run by the Park Service. Yeah. This house oh, of yeah, horrors. Must, must be. I don't know. <laughs> this house of horrors. Uh, yeah, I don't really have a problem with it. But anyway, <laughs> okay, admit that it's weird. Well, I, I don't know. I guess. Okay, it's it's yeah, it's weird. It's I, I, I guess in the sense that like. It's the same like people's fascination with mobsters and and like barbershops people got shot up in. And yeah, stuff. it's also it, it's, it's that, said, like in the same. I'm just saying it's I don't know, weird. People it's, are obsessed with all kinds of people. It's weird cut, to bring like no, into serial killers. And I shit get like it, that. but it's weird to bring kids there. I guess. I don't know. I well, never I really know. thought about it, but now that I you say bring it, you bring up a good point, I guess. Thank you. I'll give you that. <laughs> He's conceded, so we can move on. So. <laughs> Wait, isn't it weird? I, okay, sorry. This real quick. No, it's not weird. You're you're wrong. I don't understand. <laughs> um, even though I've seen this movie a bunch of times, for some reason I still expected there to be more to do with the hostage characters. Yeah, there's like nothing. There's nothing. No. You, you get them put in the cells. And near the end, they flash to them for like a second, and then it's just like there's the one guy who they're going to shoot unless they give him back the chip or whatever. They should have shot him. That would have made the movie better. <laughs> okay. So here's I, I think I, so. How so? I have a theory. Violence. Violence. <laughs> well, I have a theory about this. Okay. So um the plan the plan Ed Harris has, uh, it doesn't make any sense. Okay. So like uh he's a good guy uh that's possibly gonna kill tens of thousands of people. <laughs> right. Right? Um, all to avenge like hundreds of people that like did stuff up. For the government, but the government kind of like... Didn't acknowledge. It was all black ops shit. Yeah. So this only makes sense for two reasons. One is that like he is horrible at planning and he had no idea how any of this was going to go. Right. And he was just like playing by... Playing loose with everything. And then like he would have been responsible for those deaths and like he would have been just as bad as like the people, whatever. Right. The other one is, is he never thought the government was gonna not pay yeah well i mean that's what he was counting i on. think he thought the government was gonna pay i don't know why he would think that because they never do in those situations exactly so like i they kind of try to make him out to be like a hero not well, a hero they but make like, him like a, they try to make him a sympathetic villain right like okay well he's doing the bad thing but he has like his reasons and he isn't actually gonna do it because he's not a f- real killer person like I I know but like the whole like when he changes the coordinates of the rocket and then puts yeah. it in the ocean it's just kind of like I yeah, just don't a, give a shit you're a punk ass trick like now the government's gonna fucking so you guys are you. with Tony Todd and uh, Gregory Spore no. leader's character okay, so this is what I've always I've always thought about this I've always like looked at like when even as a little kid I remember watching like gangster movies and stuff like that and I was like okay look the one thing I've learned from all of this is if you're going to be bad, you got to be bad. You have to be the worst. So like if you're going to be a gangster, if you're going to like do crime, there's no like in between. Like you have to be the worst or else you're nothing. Yeah. 
And he obviously isn't the worst. No. So he doesn't go through with it. No, but they also don't, they don't give a, a secondary character enough, like, they don't elevate them enough to be, like, the good bad guy. So there really is, like, a vacuum there. No, because, like, the second guy in command, what's that guy's name? David Morse. So he was he's the, he awesome, was, by he, the he way. He's awesome. He's always awesome. He's always so awesome. He, sh- he shows a little bit of sympathy for the general, but then also sides with the other guys. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Oh, he no, pre- he doesn't. He pretends to. He pretends to, and then... Then he shoots the other guys. So he would fall into the same category, I guess. Well, he's just... Yeah, because... He's, he's, loyal, he's loyal to Ed Harris. This is like a fucking American jerk-off war movie. <laughs> it Yeah, it's true. Sort of, except they make these soldiers look like bad guys. I mean, Just like, some of them, though. Well, not a, the ones. There's not, a handful that not are not the ones in charge. Straight up bad. Not the ones in charge. Not like the crazy-eyed yeah. ones. Yeah, well. just a black one. <laughs> no joke. Tony Todd. No, and uh, Gregory Sporleader, who looks like a fucking weasel. Well, yeah, he looks <laughs> like yeah, a convict. He looks like a convict. But like, oh, I mean, and Bo Keem teams up with them at that point. Love Bo Keem, but with Blind, by the way. Fargo season two. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, so I don't know. Is this movie trying to say that soldiers? can only it it's like these soldiers when they make up their own plan they can't follow through and like the orders have to come from above because even (laughs) the guys even the guys that turn out to be the the bad guys that want to go through with it they're like well this was the plan we need to do it we need to follow it through yeah but those guys you get the sense earlier in the movie that they're they're like kind of just cranked to do well they're to mercenaries do some, to do some violence yeah like when they just kill they're people. like let's kill this motherfucker and and ed harris is like no no we're yeah so this movie i think that if you are pro soldier pro army pro, soldier. pro army or whatever you can look at it one way and get exactly what you want yeah if you're anti yeah. Army. No, yeah. You can, you can look get what you I want. Of, I think it kind of smartly walks a line in that. No, sense. it doesn't. Here's the thing: if you actually look at it with like a discerning eye, you're like, "This makes no fucking sense." <laughs> you're not meant to look at it with a discerning eye. This well, here movie, we are taking it apart. So here's the thing: this is a perfect example example of a movie that should never be watched more than once. Well, watch it well, one or, time, this, or this watch it true. a whole bunch of times when you're 12. Yeah, watch it. Yeah, watch it a whole bunch when you're 12, and then never watch and it then again. Never watch it again. But always remember how scary those green those VXGAS fucking VXGAS balls balls are. are, especially when you get one jammed in your mouth. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I actually think some of the action's pretty decent in this, and like for Bay, I mean, this is probably as good as he got. Like, after this, it gets a lot more calamitous and just, like, well, he got, cacophonous. No, I mean, he just, like, coke binged bigger. Like, <laughs> it's just like, no, like, uh, he's clearly a man. Of, jets. He's clearly a man and a filmmaker of excess. Yeah. Like, he, um, but he I is think most Red of the action is pretty sweet in this. Well, he's Red Bull turned into a film director. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, like the shootouts in the room. Yeah, he is Red Bull. That's, that's a good point. Uh, you know, the shootouts are mostly pretty good. You get all the particles of shit flying everywhere. He's got like a bit of a shaky cam thing when the machine guns are going. Like the, like he, as a filmmaker, he does do some yeah, things pretty, I have a, pretty well in this. Yeah, like on my notes, I'm like, say what you will. Michael Bay does know how to make a movie. Yeah, I mean, he, like, he makes a kinetic movie that moves from one thing to the next. Like, like he's a competent he filmmaker. Beats. 
And he does some things so well. And I think that the, that's why you, he isn't a tour in a sense. Because like he does some things better than anyone else. He's a commercial tour. Does that make mm, any sense? Yeah. But um, he, he does some things better than anyone else. But he, I don't think he's ever been able to cobble it into something really a, tremendous. Like one pure yeah. good film. Yeah, no. I mean, people love Armageddon. <laughs> they fucking love Armageddon. Do they? Oh yeah. Ooh. I don't think it's more loved than The Rock, is it? I don't the know. The Rock was pretty popular. I like people still love it and look back at it fondly. So think about The Rock though. Okay. So uh within ten years of this movie being made, Sean Connery won a best He won an Oscar for uh not best best actor, but uh, best supporting supporting actor. I think what for? Uh, Goodfellas, not Goodfellas. Untouchables. <laughs> Untouchables. Untouchables. Right. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Cage just won an Oscar. Leaving Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas. Yeah. I mean, like Cage. This was peak Cage years during this. Yeah. But it just doesn't. Doesn't what? I, I'm disappointed in Cage. I, I think that he you, doesn't. I don't know why you guys are so. Well, well, he goes. So leaving Las Vegas was before this. Yeah. Then following this is Con Air, which is awesome. Cage. No, no, Con Air is guilty of then the face wor- off. Con Air is guilty of the worst Cage accent and the worst Cage hairpiece. But isn't that kind of what makes it so great? Face it, off it is. Face what off makes is it so great. Face off is guilty of perfect peak Cage. That is one of the best cage I, performances. I, I don't think we talked about this as far as just wacky cages. So you sent me the link a little while ago, and I watched it. Uh, the Nicholas Cage breaks down. Yeah, for all, his GQ. Ro- all his mean roles. Yeah, he said the most illuminating thing during that uh, about Face Off. I don't remember. So he said that um, while Face Off was happening, uh, he could watch the dailies as they came in for for John Travolta. Yeah. So he would watch John Travolta and he would say, oh, this is how this is how he wants to play this. Yeah. And then he would come in the next day and be even like more over the top. Right. And they would like feed off of each other. Right. It's a good. good and that's why that. it's that's why face that's off. That's why it's like a face is underrated. And Con Air, or sorry, and and The Rock is overrated <laughs> because Nick Cage doesn't have anybody. You think that that fucking Sean Connery was going to like deal with Nicolas Cage's bullshit? I guarantee you, he didn't talk to him. And if he did, he just called him like a pussy bitch. He apparently signed on because Nick Cage was in the movie. Oh, oh um, really? I had no. yeah. Um, well, once again, I was wrong with the beach. One guys. thing I think is really funny about Nick Cage's performance in this movie is that he doesn't swear. So I was going to bring that up. Is he, he su- says all these goofy words all the time until the n- near the end he yeah, swears. The end he swears. But he, one of my one of the worst lines I've ever heard in a movie. How in the name of Zeus's butthole? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's <laughs> why it's great. Who the fuck wrote it's, that? Nick Cage wrote it, and he insisted it stay in the movie when Michael Bay wanted to cut it out. <laughs> why? Cause it's fucking Nick Cage. What do you? What do you mean? It doesn't he's a lunatic? He yes. is a lunatic. That's why it's great. What happened to him? <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like but he, whatever combination of things Nick Cage formed uh, no. the beautiful man that is Nick Cage. As a I have to thank those factors in this world. As a three-year-old, Nicolas Cage drowned in a bucket of paint thinner, <laughs> and somehow came back to life. 
I don't know. I think his performance is fun in this movie. I mean, it's you're not he's not going crazy like he does in other movies because he's one the 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 good guy and two he's kind of like the straight man in this yeah, situation. He's, like the straight he's the yeah. nerd guy, but that's why it's fun because you see him like burst out in these little bubbles. That's true. That percolate to the surface. I, at I moments. get it. And like I, I'll say this: like I, I, I love Nicolas Cage's like st- staccato delivery, if that's the right term, like on everything he says. When he's talking to his girlfriend, yeah, yeah, like, just, it just he has this way, this way of he talking. He has this way. He all. I just. I think I just love him so much. <laughs> when she tells him that she's pregnant, and right after he said that, what a cr- act of cruelty yeah. it would be to bring a child into the world. <laughs> she's like, "You said that like seven seconds ago." He's like, "Well, gosh, a lot's happened since then." Yeah, <laughs> kind of a lot's happened. Since yeah, then. I mean, come on. Uh, it's true. Another scene I actually thought was comical and was played really good was when they f- get to the first rocket and he takes the green ball things out and he's got Sean Connery like holding it. I thought that scene actually worked pretty well. Like Connery's reactions and yeah, him like being all like I, I think it terrified was, and holding. I think it yeah. was good. I think it could have been better though. Like I like I like that reverse um, the role reversal there. Where like okay, Sean Connery is obviously in control and everything like that. In the bit like yeah, in that moment he's the and it flips he, over. The, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, I also like I we talked about just really briefly the opening scene, not the opening scene, the opening Nicolas Cage scene. I really like that entire scene, like the way it was all done when they're dealing with that yeah bomb or whatever. When they're doing with the bomb and like how the other guys like freaking out. Yeah, yeah. Like I thought it was really shot well. Now that I'm thinking about it though. Did Michael Bay, in a roundabout way, give us CSI? Because <laughs> oh, now I'm thinking about it. Like CSI really feels like a Michael Bay Jerry Bruckheimer film. It totally is. Is it? Maybe it's a Bruckheimer production. I don't know. It's a Bruckheimer joint. Could be. Hmm. I, I don't know. TV. It's a Bruckheimer Spike Lee joint. <laughs> Spike Lee. <laughs> I would like those guys to make a movie together. Oh man, does Bruckheimer still do stuff, or is he is he dead? Cocaine bin, like that was the other guy. Simpson died of a cocaine. Uh, oh, yeah, overuse. Yeah. That's right. He's part his partner in all these it was, yeah, movies. It was cocaine and prescription drugs. Yeah, good for him. You know, <laughs> go out, go out the way you. Hey, got to make the rock before he died. Hey, I can't say I uh, was a part and of the top, rock. Top Gun. Oh yeah, Top Gun Two is coming, right? So is that still a Bruckheimer mm-hmm. thing? I don't Boo. know. If, I don't know if Bruckheimer's alive. I'm. I kind of. I, I I'm going to say Bruckheimer's alive. I'm going to say he has a production company still. Okay. And I'm going to say that... Because you used to see... You know, every year, every summer, we'd get one of these Bruckheimer's. Bruckheimer joints, and you'd see his fucking name, you know, slap on the screen. I can't think of... haven't seen that in a long time. Um, I can't think of anything I need less in my life than uh, Top Gun 2. <laughs> You're going to watch it. <laughs> I mean, who's, who's I don't like Top screaming Gun? for you? What, I don't either, but I'll tell you what. I'll watch it and I'll report back for you. You know what? I'll uh, watch okay, it. Thank I'll, you. I'll probably watch it for, for Tom Cruise. Yeah. Uh, I'll watch. Uh, you're not going to watch it for Val Kilmer? <laughs> Actually, no. So oh, is sure. he going to be in it? I know he's going to yeah. be in it. Oh. That's right. I, it's he, fucking Iceman. Val, it's my favorite scene in uh, Top Gun. Is the uh, is the interaction they have when he's like, "That's right, Iceman, I am dangerous." And you're like, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> I hope it's like Val Kilmer from Kiss Kiss Bang Bang in Top. You this know, like post, his. This is this is post cancer yeah. fat Perry. Val Kilmer. Well, he might have to get in shape for this fucking movie. 
It should be a comedy. He, no, I think he's going Brando, man. I don't think he's getting... <laughs> he's going full Brando? Yeah. Oh, that's what happened. He did that Island of Dr. Moreau movie with him, and then... They fused. <laughs> I actually, I think that there was... On his I think there was a ceremony, and uh, Brando just took over a part of his body, and he's just been taking over more and more control ever since. <laughs> Brando's soul is in Kilmer's that's, body. That's what I'm saying. Holy shit. But it just started out as a little seed, but it's just slowly yeah, yeah, yeah. like just taking over. Brando, you can't kill Brando. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> you think it's it's, it's called Top Gun colon Maverick, the new one? Yeah, Maverick. Is it like about his dumb kid? <laughs> and now he's the Michael Ironside Who's character? The, who, okay, who, so who plays Maverick Jr.? Shia <laughs> Oh. <laughs> you know what? You say that as a joke, but it's true. Oh shit! Uh, it doesn't actually say. Timothy, Wait, so is it Timothy about his Chalamet? Son? It's not about his oh, son. Oh, John Hamm's in it. Oh yeah, Johnny. I don't know. John Hamm's kind of long. He seems to just be signing on to anything. He just was in Bad Times at the El Royale. I haven't seen it. And he was in that weird. He's middle, in a lot Middle of Eastern drama uh, thing, Baghdad thing. What was that? Hmm. Baghdad drama. It just came out like, not that long ago. Anyway, Ham. You're not looking at John Ham, you son of a bitch. Anyway. No, I'm not. I'm trying to okay. figure out who the so let's get Maverick Junior. How can we fix this movie, guys? Uh, <laughs> let's get rid of the daughter subplot. Take that car chase. The out. car chase get needs to. Car- well, let's get rid of all the San Francisco stuff. It's got so much of the cheesy, like you know, you see those characters. The guy after he blows up the fucking trolley car. There's thing, no way that trolley is like, gonna go. Let's up. get this guy to say this line, and he's just like, "Who's that son of a bitch? I'm gonna fucking hunt him down." Like, there's no way that train's gonna yeah go blow that, up that high in the air. <laughs> Let's get rid of the like the, the very bad gay stereotype hairstylist. Yeah, yeah. Played by a non-gay person. Oh uh, yeah. Um. So yeah. the hotel scene. Everything in San Francisco should like that should so everything, go. Okay. Boom. See you later. Um. Seems like so a lot of unnecessary. Sean Connery should just vow to murder. The FBI guy who put him behind the bars. Yeah. Okay. And there should be a scene after the credits where he shows up at his house with like a garrote. (laughs) (laughs) That would be fucking awesome. Uh, Fuck that guy. You mean you don't like the end when Nicolas Cage and his fiance get the church leg that has the oh, photos right. of whoever killed JFK. No, all of a sudden I feel like I'm in Indiana Jones. It's, it's such a weird no movie. Sense. No, yeah, it's, it's like the stupid. lead into National Treasure. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Oh, I wrote that. Is. I yeah. wrote that down. It's totally. So then he goes on to be the National Treasure guy after that. that, uh, that there makes are some sense. cool shots at the end of the movie, I got to admit. Like when he comes out with the flares, does his like... Uh, Oh, his the, name? Willem Dafoe like platoon a, shot. Over dramatic. Totally stolen, I was going to say. but it still looks good. And then also... But that get, shot's always going to look good. Yeah. You do get a cool shot, too, when he when you, when the explosion goes off and tosses him like a doll into the into the water. You get a kind of cool shot coming down through the like broken up parts of the prison that are no longer used. And it goes like through that hole into the water. I don't know. There's just some cool shots through that part, but... He he does know how to use the camera. It would be more if he didn't make so many fucking cuts constantly. Michael Bay jerks off to Michael Bay. And that's why, that's the problem with him. That's the problem with his movies. There's like a mirror on his ceiling, but it's not yeah. so that he can see himself having sex. It's just so he can see himself. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He wakes up and he's like, good morning, Michael. Yeah. Yeah, he's American Psycho, man. 
He is like he just he. I think he's in love with his own shit. Like he's. I think he's a talented. I mean, who am I? I'm some fucking idiot sitting here <laughs> drinking beer and talking about a movie. Michael what Bay. We do. Michael Bay is an amazingly talented man. Like so talented. I think he's so full of himself though that he'll never be able to make a good movie. Yeah, and another thing that's kind of a waste about this movie is there's so many talented actors in this movie. Holy there's so, so many. many oh. And most of them are wasted. Yeah. Like Michael Biehn's character. I mean, you get a little bit of good John stuff C- from William Forsythe. Fucking John C. McGinley's in this movie. John C. McGinley, Tony Todd, Bokeem Woodbine, like all these guys. Tony Todd, like Tony Todd does a really, really good job with he what to, he's he given. He gets to have some stuff. But yeah. like, I wish, I, I want to see him just like go full bad guy. Yeah, like he's such a menacing. I wish he. Had, I wish he had gotten the line Steve Harris has, where he's like, "I take pleasure in gutting you, boy." <laughs> yeah, it, well, it just would have been so much more menacing and like. Yeah, from if Candyman said it. Oh fuck, Candyman scares. He's a scary dude, man. See Candyman in a fucking urban bathroom. He's gonna come <laughs> and fucking kill you. So. Uh, anyway, so, The Rock. What else is there to say? Is there, I mean, I feel like the, we could sit here and talk about it for a long time because there's all kinds of fucking shit that happens. But it's a conf- I, I, I'm a, it's a movie I'm conflicted about. But uh, I don't know. You compare this to uh, Half Past Dead. You know, they they both take place <laughs> at, in Alcatraz. Uh huh. And what are you getting well, at? No, wait, 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 what, are you, what are you getting at? I'd like to, fair wh- comparison. Where are you I think. going? Where are you going with this? <laughs> um. I just wanted in to talk about how I listened to that podcast you suggested about Steven Seagal. Oh, right. That you were talking about. Uh, was I talking about it on the podcast? I think yeah, I, I, you I, recommended it. Did you listen to it, Dustin? I haven't. You didn't send it to me. How brutal, how awful so Steven Seagal let's is. Let's talk about Steven Seagal for one minute. This guy is a monster. Well, let's, oh, yeah. Let's, you gotta, this is new details that you need to share on the next time we do a Steven Seagal I movie. I don't. Hold <laughs> on. It's so bad that in good conscience, I don't know if I could ever do another Steven Seagal movie. I don't see that. Oh, we'll, we'll do another one. Okay. James is like here. <laughs> don't take away my Seagal. He's such a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. I need to talk about well, him more. we've already talked about how much of a piece no, of shit he is. No, 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 no. But this no. is more. This and is I wanna way save more. It. This I want to save it more. for the next time. <clears throat> Because that means we got a whole bunch more Seagull shit we can... Uh, we can Anyways, the only thing I think uh, Half Past Dead might use better is just the actual prison aspect of it. Because this could be really? could take place Does, anywhere. Did they even okay. film in Alcatraz well, for well, Half no, Past Dead? One, one, I don't think so. One more thing I want to talk about. We didn't talk about this. There is a literal old-timey like coal cart chase. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of fun. <laughs> it is in a different movie. Yeah. It would be fun. Yeah, in I a, thought it was fun. In, this in movie. a fucking yeah, like like in a uh, in a nineteen twenties talkie, like <laughs> oh, you guys suck. This it doesn't make it. Nothing. N- dude, no car chase has ever been. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. Why does it, why does it need to make sense? What the what, hell is that? Where the fuck are they? <laughs> They're in the basement of the Alcatraz. Is there a fucking, like, is there a... They a, needed to move Is there up an iron smelter stuff. down there? What is happening? Okay, so they're in the the rail car, okay, yeah. and they go down that rail for quite a while. Yeah. And then Nicolas Cage ends up in that other the hanging, hanging whatever, rail yeah. car, and he goes on that for a while. Yeah, yeah. How fucking long? Like, are they under the bay now? You guys are crazy. 
Seriously, man. It's like the third level in Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. And that's awesome. <laughs> it is. It just doesn't make any sense. Now, if, yeah, I'm not really asking. At this point of the movie, are you asking it for it to make sense? Like, it's No, I'm not. But once again, let me remind you. You can't think about a Michael Bay movie. No, yeah. Because it just like turns your brain into we're mush. Ru- we're ruining it as we talk about it. <laughs> All right. Are you sticking with your Are you sticking with your review of this? Why? It's pretty low. Yeah, because I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't get the sense that you hated this movie. I don't like this movie. Okay. No, right, I, I got that. I, got, I mean, I didn't get that you hated it. <laughs> I didn't get that you hated this <laughs> vehemently. Lee. Well, I I think the the plot the concept is all right, the action is all right, but the pacing is shit. I'm changing. Ooh, this. I thought the pacing was all right. The quotes and tropes are. Those, they use, that's the worst part part for me. Because they do the use a lot bad. of tropes. The tropes are bad. Yeah, they but, do, they're, but they're bad. they're bad, <laughs> and it's okay. shit. And my reaction is shit. All right. Well, let's get to this. The ratings here. All right. So James, well, I'll go first. I picked this movie. Um, I'm giving it straight sixes. Uh, this is getting the number of the beast. It's <laughs> a uh, double, double number of the beast. Oh my god! What if there were two? Um, if there were just two of them, wouldn't that just be the best? <laughs> Satan's, I mean, it's two Satan's, two yeah. Satan's. It would really spice okay, things what's up. What's better than drinking with one <laughs> Satan? Double drinking with two Satan's. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got a point. <laughs> oh, Dustin. Uh, well, I still have a bit, a bit of fondness for it. I recognize it's it's pretty bad. Pretty terrible dialogue, but I still ended up giving it a six. Uh, I do think the quotes and tropes section is pretty brutal. It's Quote, trope. The dialogue it, is terrible. Yeah, but it's tropey the tropes, as fuck. Yeah, and they're, but they're bad, mostly badly done. So, but I still think, you know, if it was on cable, it's kind of fun to watch. It's, you know, I probably wouldn't sit there and watch the whole two, two hours and 15 and watch, minutes. But yeah, well, like, on know, cable, it'd be like five hours. Yeah, you just, it's something you can flip back to here and there. Like, oh yeah, okay, go check. That out. Well, there's a commercial on one channel. I watch you, a few minutes. Yeah, of the rock I mean, like then, if I if I if I, so you're saying if if you like pipe like pipe in and all of a sudden it's like the the mm-hmm. the mine cart chase. Like you're like yeah, yeah I'm in. <laughs> I'm watching that mine cart chase again. Yeah, but you could watch a baseball game in the shorter amount of time. I would you'd be never. Able to watch. I would never do that. A <laughs> uh, baseball game's way more entertaining. Disagree. Than this fucking movie. strongly disagreed. All right. <laughs> Well, hey, I just, I, here's the thing, James. I'm on your side. <laughs> Wrong venue. <laughs> uh, I didn't really like this movie when I watched it. It was entertaining enough. Um, and then watching it now, it just was bored. I mean, the action was all right. Uh, it's not as uh, action-packed death and, you know, destruction not as I to, like. Not at the levels that James um, craves. My pacing, you know, I gave it a four for pacing because it's just so fucking long. This guy, this uh, guy is pacing. So my reaction's a four, and then my overall score is a 4.8. So what, is I, that, what does that come to over here? And I think that is fair. 5.7. Yeah, it's okay. All right. 5.7. Tied. Face off. Shanghai Noon Young Guns. Sorry, all three Wait, is it 5.7 or 5.6? It oh, doesn't matter. I, you know 6. what? I changed my score, so it's 5.6. It's 5.6, yeah. So so it comes after all those After movies? Young Guns. Yeah, I can live with that. So do you think that James was 
too young when he watched it the first time and too old when he watched it the yeah, second time? I think that's what happened. Maybe that could be too young to really get into it when it first came out yeah. and too old to think it's good now. <laughs> I think that's what happened. Yeah. You missed the window. Yeah. You missed that sweet, sweet Bruckheimer oh, window. Oh man, you got to be like, <laughs> to really appreciate a, like a Bruckheimer Bay joint. So next week, Pearl Harbor? You got to be like, <laughs> fuck, I've, that movie 12, sucks. 12 to like Pearl Harbor sucks. 17. And I miss you. 16. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, somewhere between 12 and 16, yeah. When this yeah. came out, you then you were in the or prime. Or just be like fucking fucked up. <laughs> just be wrecked. Just, get, just do a bunch of meth and if fucking you, go to see The Rock. If you were going to do a drug and watch a Jerry Ruckheimer movie, what would be the... Not that you were actually going to do the drug. What would be the best drug that you think a person could be on? Would it be... It wouldn't be uh, meth, I think. Meth? <laughs> I don't know. Well, not, doesn't, they're, you know, they're not acid movies. They're not really weed movies. I mean, weed's good for everything. I, get, but. I mean, I get stoned and watch this more than I... I mean, I weed, every movie's... Yeah, you're like, you're saying, yeah. every movie's a weed movie. Every movie can be enhanced by weed. So, you know, this is, this is a drunk movie. Yeah, drunk. This is drunk on like... Like a, a drunk movie with a bunch of friends. Yeah, this is drunk on whiskey and just like... Fucking... Yeah, yeah man. the rock, man. Do it for your brothers, you son of a bitch. Just be all you can be. <laughs> be all you can be. <laughs> I think the word faggot would be thrown around. Oh, shit. Oh, not by me. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> by people who like by this movie. By these theoretical drunk bros that by are watching The Rock. I think this movie's a real... Like, getting all sobby with each other. Yeah, it's a real proud... Real brotherhood. I think it's a real proud boy movie. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Oh, God. All right, let's just, get away from all that. Let's get the fuck out of here. What's, what uh, are we watching next? James. So, I think we're going to revisit um, a director that I've had some issues with in the past. Steven Soderbergh. But I think I'm uh, I'm going to come around to this this film. John Woo. It's John Woo. It's going to be Hard Target. Fuck yeah. Hard fucking Target. Probably his best film. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's debatable. True. Be testify. I don't think that's debatable. Because, <laughs> because it's no one's ever said that before. <laughs> um, said nobody ever. Hard target. Oh, man. Fuck. You got yeah. Jean-Claude with that fucking greasy mullet and oh, the Canadian tuxedo. So, I'm so excited to watch well, that. He's high like, pants. I mean, he looks like he should be playing center for fucking the Oilers in this movie. <laughs> in, in 1989. Exactly. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you like this, please tell a friend. It's the best way to get somebody uh, to, to get more attention to us, which is what we really want. Uh, like us and rate us on iTunes. Uh, fuck, if it's bad, just give us five stars and talk about how shitty we are in the comments. Five stars, and then just be like, "Fuck you." Fuck these. Stop. Dicks. Stop making podcasts. You're garbage. They ruined my memories of the rock. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bay's a genius. Oh, man, there are people who think that. But uh, we really appreciate it if you listen this long, and we'll see you guys next week.